you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. I'm Telling the Truth But I'm Lying by Bossy Igpe is a memoir and essays exploring her life through the lens of her mental health and diagnosis of bipolar 2 and anxiety. This book is radical in that it's a Black woman unapologetically owning her mental health reality with vulnerability and rawness. As Bossy says, the story is enough. It deserves to exist because you exist. I'm Telling the Truth, But I'm Lying is available now in paperback, ebook, audiobook, and wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Hey, y'all remember the nigga from Woman.R. Loose that was touching on his goddamn stepdaughter? Hey, man, come on, bro. Don't, don't get another movie. Get another movie. What movie? I don't know. Okay. So first of all, we had to switch it up today. You know, it's all something new, something new. So we decided to source a comment from a black king, okay? One of the great actors of our time, Clifton Powell. Mm. Okay. A fan ran up on him. He was out and about shopping. <laughs> And the fans started recording a video of him as he was taking a picture with someone else. And he said, hey, y'all remember that nigga from Woman out there? They all loose that was touching on his daughter. <laughs> and Clifton Powell was like, hey, hey, man, come on, come on. Get another movie. Get another movie. <laughs> I found it to be poignant. I found Damn, it to be timely. Awful. Sometimes you find yourself in life where you have to redirect a person's focus, right? You have to tell people, no, 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 not then, now. Let's talk about what's now, okay? And I like the fact that Clifton Powell, um, actor Lorette, uh, decided, to, <laughs> decided to tell him, hey, get another movie, okay? Pick something else. When you're going to tell a story about me, Pick my good points. So I found that so inspirational that I decided to use that as our opener this week. Amen. We took a word from a black king. The hashtags, <laughs> as you can see, is get another movie. Get another damn movie. <laughs> so with that being said, and most importantly understood, and that other movie being gotten, let's move on to the QTNA's Afropunk edition. Oh, I'm paying homage oh, to last weekend's Afropunk festival in Brooklyn. Question number one. Is it true that at this past weekend's Afropunk Festival in Brooklyn, two people were bent down backstage trying to plug their phone chargers into the outlet and the brim of their dad hats bumped into each other? 
And then they raised their heads up and stared at each other for about two seconds until Santa Gold told Tyler, the creator, my bad son, don't Santa Gold and Tyler, the creator look just alike. (laughs) Okay. You see it. It's in the eyes, nose and lips. Question number two. Here we go. (laughs) Is it true that at the, uh, yeah, that's right. We're coming out the gate this week. Question number two. Is it true? Once again, say it with me that at this past weekend's Afropunk festival in Brooklyn, There were two people backstage in glam getting their hair done. And when it was time to brush the baby hair in front of their braids, they both said, let me do it at the same time. And then leaned forward in their chairs and looked at each other for about three seconds until FKA Twigs told Charlie from Queen Sugar. (laughs) What are you doing in here anyway? And Charlie rolled her eyes. Isn't it true? (laughs) FKA Twigs look just like Charlie from Queen Sugar, don't she? (laughs) She does. Think about it. Wait till them side by sides drop. Question three. (laughs) We ain't got a lot of time. (laughs) Question three. (laughs) This episode is the we ain't got a lot of time. That's this episode. (laughs) Hurry up. Question three. Is it true that at this past weekend's Afropunk Festival in Brooklyn? Two people were in the line for Mexican street corn and both reached Ooh. for the hot sauce at the same time while complaining about the line being too long. And then when one person said they should have had more than one damn bottle, honestly, Michael B. Jordan said, you ain't lying and looked up and stared at Dr. May C. Jemison for about two seconds before nodding his head and walking up side to side. Look up Dr. May C. Jemison, the astronaut. She looked just like <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Why did this nigga take me back to the fucking Negro coloring book? From goddamn school. You see the picture, though. So, when she had mad. that little fade. No, she had a little, no, little, little, little no. short fro. I know Macy exactly Jemison looked good. So and they sad. both got an initial for a middle name. Macy Jemison and Michael B. Jordan. With that being oh said, my it fully understood. Too many points I want to welcome made. you to the friend zone. Your weekly look in all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Brand. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? <laughs> she looks nothing welcome. like him. <laughs> oh, I have seen like her before. B. She's iconic. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Hey, like y'all. Tripping. What's going oh on? Friend, oh how you God. doing? I'm amazing. How That's are good. you guys? I'm feeling good. Fantastic. <laughs> so I have a Black Business of the Week. Yeah. I showed you guys uh, Jesse Boykins took some amazing pictures. Remember oh, I Oh you guys God, a photo yes. shoot amazing. like incredible and I was like dude that's probably the best photo set I've ever seen of his and he takes a lot of incredible pictures so that's saying a lot but I was like who is the photographer and he told me that his name is it's a young man uh based out of Atlanta his name hey. is Dante Maurice hey. he also does work uh in LA and New York so in case you know he's in those cities definitely check him out on Instagram his name is spelled d-o-n-t-e M-A-U-R-I-C-E. I was looking through his website under the same name, DanteMaurice.com. He had pictures. Sound like uh, a hair salon. Right? <laughs> he had pictures of Big Boy, um, No Name, Ye Ali, obviously Jesse Boykins, yes. a lot of model work and like high editorial shots. He's the just, pictures were amazing. Isn't the quality like something else? Fantastic. He's got an eye. He's got an eye. Fantastic. And most importantly, the post-production, like the editing is like not overdone, but just done. Yep. Just done enough. Just right. Yep. So, oh, he also had a really nice shot of Jacquees. <laughs> it's really nice It's a lot of work That he's done for edits Billboard just right the, the, the nigga edits In medium well <laughs> <laughs> Yo Dustin Ross 
So I had to shout him out because he's doing incredible work. And that is the Black Business of the Week. Thank you. So recap. Ready for that? Recap. So on last week's episode titled Negativity Bias, we discussed whether or not we view our minds as being inherently negative while we're constantly fighting to better understand the perceptions of the world around us. Are we also battling a built-in system that is against us? Of course, those of you listening had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? I want to give a shout out to all the lovely listeners that have supported us for so long and have so many nice things to say. So this week I've chosen Carmelita. She did not say whether or not I could use her name, but she did say thank you for being my medicine as the <laughs> subject. And it says, I want to start off by saying thank you, friend zone. I am so grateful for each of you's thoughtful willingness to share yourselves, be transparent, educate others, and guarantee a good gut laugh with each episode. <laughs> That's for sure. She did not put Dustin in quotes, but I did for my <laughs> damn self. Um, she said, I'm the most high vibrational, frequency seeking, Palo Santo burning nap before I get overwhelmed, taking crystal carrying person I know. All right. But this podcast has expanded my health and wellness language in such a substantial way, and I am hella appreciative. I prescribe the friend zone to every listening ear like it's medicine because that's exactly what you all have been for me. I broke down crying during the intro to the four year anniversary episode when hearing if the friend zone has ever. And I thought about every time I listened during my morning commute or while walking people's dogs or trying to pull myself out of a rut. You all have been my therapy for in between therapy sessions. You all have been my friends, my comedians, my natural health gurus, my folks. So I just want to shout her out because that was so lovely. And I was reading and I was like, damn, man, you know. People love to show love. So I want to show love to the, so those people as well. Because they be out there. So thank you for sending that to the emails. Again, if you have any other things that you want to send to the emails, whether it's a recap for the episode or just to show love or, you know, buckets and things like that. <laughs> uh, don't forget to email us at the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. I wonder if she let them dogs listen too. Right. <laughs> I'm sure they do. And now they some, subscribe. Some good dogs. They be finishing the food and shit. <laughs> okay, especially if they heard that uh, the one, the support me bitch episode. Yes, support me bitch. <laughs> and so look dogs. at the dog. <laughs> And then the dog looked back at you. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did y'all see the video of the dog, the guy that was tasting his dog's snacks? No. And then they panned to the dog and the dog was like. <laughs> <laughs> like As he should have been. I know that up. dog was like, what the fuck is wrong yeah, with you? you I got to find that for y'all. That shit had me cry. Remember the episode of Good Times when the neighbor was eating dog food and they had the rent what? party for? What? Y'all remember that? No. Oh. Yeah. Oh God! Oh God! You know you guys know me after. What about you, friend? What did you find in them SoundCloud screeps? So Steffi Gums said the twenty second of <laughs> y'all laugh at everybody. That's a smile. No, some ass. of them I Steffi seen. Gums. <laughs> Steffi Gums said the twenty seconds of happiness tip is great. I do that when I'm in the Caribbean. When I float in the sea, I close my eyes and I register the sounds, the smells, the feeling of the sun on my face and my body on the water. And it helps me survive the Parisian winters. Sounds like more than 20 seconds of happiness to me. <laughs> Paris in the wintertime in the Caribbean. What the hell? 20 seconds? <laughs> Shit, I'm trying to get like you. <laughs> but I love that because I do. Who wrote the same that? Steve thing. Harvey Weiss? <laughs> Who sent that in? <laughs> Somebody, Chris Jenner. Why? Shit, who sent that in? Why? It was Steffi Gums. And <laughs> no, but I love that. <laughs> Y'all are not gonna... <laughs> I love that tip because uh, when I shared it, it's something that I really do religiously and it kind of looks 
cuckoo if no, you don't no. know what I'm doing because I'll literally close my eyes for 20 seconds when I'm in a space where I'm like, this is a feel good moment and I want to remember it and be able to refer to it in my memory bank. So thank you, Steffi. What about you, Dustin Ross? What'd you find in the Twitter streets? Uh, first thing I want to do is shout out my cousin. She's not, her account is private, so it doesn't even make sense for me to tell you guys her name. No. But she recorded, her uh, she was in Popeye's <laughs> in Michigan and she recorded, oh, it was no. a girl in line getting a sandwich that had her uh, KFC uniform on. So she was a KFC employee. <gasps> oh. And my cousin recorded her and the girl was like ducking and hiding. And they were laughing. It was hilarious. So shout out to her. That's one tweet that I can only tell you about. Oh, Lord. Um, speaking of Popeyes, I also want to give a shout out to um, La Cid at LA underscore SYDD. Her handle is your local fat bitch. And she said, my wow. little cousin got me wow. dying. He said Popeyes, and she accompanied it with a video of her little cousin Jacks coloring in a chicken. And when they asked him what it was, he said Popeyes. He colored the chicken <laughs> orange and said Popeyes. No. So I want to oh, shout damn. out her. That was hilarious. Programming. Um, and then the last tweet that I wanted to shout out, I got to get to it. Um, this clip, I'm not going to say the account because I don't like the person whose account it came from. But the tweet says, wow. can't forget... They said, can't forget Erica Badu on Everyday Struggle calling academics Jerry. And so apparently Erica Badu was on an episode of... I remember that. She trolled him from the, the start of the episode to the end. She's like, you know who you look like? Jerry. And he looks just like Jerry from Tom and Jerry. What a QTNA. So that's all I got. That was definitely And when she started singing the song... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I would I would love to see Dustin and Erica Badu go toe-to-toe with the Man, dozens. Man, we would have so much fun. Ooh, we would have so the much fun. The Dirty Dozens? We would oh have my so God. much fun. You know, well, let me not even start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, do you guys have anything else to say before we jump into this week's episode? Mm-hmm. Any announcements? Nothing yeah, special? Yeah, shout out to... Um, you're so smart. Thank you for opening up the door. Yes. Um, shout out to my girl, Star Brim. I'm on the second episode yes. of her podcast yes. this week. I have to listen. Okay. I love two working with her. Um, so shout out to Star Brim. That's been great. Um, and yeah, that's all I can talk about right and when they, now. It's everywhere, right? Every All DSPs, which I think sounds like a sorority, but it actually <laughs> means digital <laughs> streaming platforms. So, And we that. and our episode is late this week because the studio jacked up because I saw someone tweet, um, is it because Dustin was hosting Taco Tuesday? <laughs> I, and I wish. And while you playing, if like, you really want to be honest, still didn't even get to go to Taco Tuesday. Still didn't even get to go to Taco Tuesday. <laughs> That so. had me dead though. I'm like, was he in ta- the taco spot Fuck on IG y'all. story? And that's why I can't wait. Speaking of which, we record Monday next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, 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 no, no, no. I'll be in Miami this okay. week. Oh, jealous. Oh, we. No, don't be jealous. It's going to be raining. Is it? It is. I've been checking the weather. Yeah, now. but it's still nice. Yeah, it but it's still nice. Here. Yeah, it's still Miami. We're yeah. something flowy. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some. Uh, what are what are them long dresses that they used to wear on basketball? The, I, I was gonna say that they used <laughs> the to wear basketball. The maxi dresses. I'm yeah. <laughs> give me some maxi dresses and rock them on the beach. With get, the a, get, a, uh, <laughs> get a clergy robe and have a maxi priest dress. <laughs> <laughs> Brand, please draw the ball. I'm trying. <laughs> so. You remember maxi priest? <laughs> oh my god! Uh-huh. Yes. Why would you say that? Maxi priest used to be jamming. He never would get his hair done, but he was jamming. <gasps> <laughs> hey, when did, when did when did Maxi Priest ever have a twist up? Have you ever seen the parts? I'm just 
just asked this a <laughs> fair question. She Have you ever seen the parts? The way she can. You haven't. <laughs> I just want to be close <laughs> to the root. <laughs> to the root of that hair. Twist that goddamn hair. Go on. Go on. Go on. Oh, I had a question. <laughs> so, for this week's episode, I had a question for you guys. <laughs> Sante is down. Yo, because the way you inhaled. <laughs> I'm like, not Maxi Priest getting it. it. You took it the deepest gas <laughs> I ever heard. She realized out. all that truth. It hit her in the oh chest. She said, oh, right. oh my God, he's right. <laughs> Let's talk about, y'all ready? Yes. Second chances. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why well, y'all both got super tensed up? Are you talking about the rapper? Who is Second Chances? There, there's a rapper named Second Chances. Oh, there like is? Oh, I thought you were making a, a funny. <laughs> Second Chances. Taylor Bennett. Do you believe in them? Second Chance. <laughs> Do, you believe no. Do you believe in them? Yes. You do. I sure do. Why did I not expect you to say that? That <laughs> is so funny. Because I be needing them. Hmm. Real. Gotta hmm. be. Gotta be evil. I Little, mean, oh. evil. Oh. Gotta be even. <laughs> gotta be no, even. that was right. <laughs> <laughs> so that Freudian slip. <laughs> you gotta be evil, so I need them chances. <laughs> so you do believe in them? That's so. I, I honestly did not think you would say that. When it comes to certain things, it depends on what we're talking about. And that's where I wanted to go into. Yeah. Where do you see? Where do you make space for second chances and where do you not? Mm. I make space for second chances with people who I believe are worth the risk mm. of being, I guess, defeated again a second time or being disappointed a second time. You're worth me risking that. For this to work out, I'm willing to risk going through that shit again. Have you mm. done it before? Mm-hmm. My stupid ass. <laughs> So it didn't work out? Nope. And what I'm talking about is actually with a friend. Mm. Someone who, this was a platonic situation. Because I kind of lump important relationships in my life together in one group. So like, you know, people I date, friends, you know what I'm saying? People I love, I should say. And then friends, things like that. People who are close to me. And one of my friends, um, something happened in our friendship. And then, and we worked through it, you know what I'm saying? But I was disappointed and we kept it moving. And then I was disappointed a second time. Mm. And that's when I was like, no more. So no third chances. Hell no, I ain't crazy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Shit. No, but yeah, that's how I feel. So if I love you and care about you, I'm willing to go through some shit with you and go through it to get to the other side of good. But if it becomes habitual or like a pattern, then that is a behavior issue. And I ain't got time for that. You know what I'm saying? So. What about you, sir? And don't be lying either. Tell the truth. You already know my answer. What is it? Yes, I believe in second chances. Tell us more. I'm a big teddy bear. You know, life's life's too short for me, sadly, to hold grudges. Like, I try. Like, there have been... (laughs) I've tried. There's sometimes I've been like, oh, I hate people and whatever, but... I feel like everybody goes through certain processes that land them where they are, wherever they are. And that doesn't mean I have to take, you know, whatever they shit is. So, like, maybe at another point in time, we 
I'm thinking about the damn Scarlet song in my head, which is like, and maybe be together. Right before she took her tumble off the table. I was thinking about Beyonce. And she'd be like, another place, another time. Oh, yeah, that yeah. would have been, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just feel like life's too short for me to hold grudges. So it's very hard for me to not give people second chances, third chances, fourth chances. But not in every situation. Because a, a, some there are some times where I feel like um, when I'm done, I'm done. But then, you know, I'm still very young. I'm only 31. So, like, you know, five years down the road, I might see someone and have forgotten what I even hated them for. I may remember that I hated them, but I might be in a completely different chapter of my life where I might not even recognize them anymore. You know, especially um, especially when you're going through portals in your life. You know, there are people that you just don't even remember or forget. And sometimes it might be conveniently forgetting, like, you know, Yovana, you know, she, you know, Yovana, she was that bitch but then you pretending you don't know her, you know. But then there are times where you really just have been through so much other shit that you forgot what a person used to make you feel, whether it was like a disdain or a hate or I'm not going to do this lesson anymore because you just become so removed from whatever that energy was that you don't even see that on them no more, especially if they've done the work to get the, get it off them too. But, you know, only time will tell in those aspects. I don't actually have situations where I feel like I've given anybody more than a third chance. So, Damn, a third chance. Woo. Yeah, but that's family. That's so it's your like, heart, though. Yeah, yeah, and and that's family on that one. So it's like you know when it's family, it's kind of like you know family. That's really gonna take time because especially like with the times of changing from what we've seen, you know, people breaking like generational curses of their own, and you know, working through shit that they didn't have a chance to work on when they're younger and they're older now. It's like a completely different process than being on the same you know age range or groups of people and working through shit. What about you, friend? Yeah, yeah, I asked because I had a funny situation happen with someone that was in my life previously, long, like long, long time ago. And we haven't really been talking, just kind of like not been in each other's lives. And he had randomly hit me and was like, you know, what? I miss our friendship. Like, we don't have to try to be anything beyond that because he already knows I'm not going back to that. He's like, at least our friendship, you know, like the things that we learned from each other and the way you made each other laugh, you know, the best parts of people. And I was like, you know what? You're right. There's really no reason to not um, even consider that or kind of take a slow and see if that's something that can be possible. And because I do remember like we had a, a pretty cool friendship when we were, we were actually friends first before mm-hmm. we even dated. So mm-hmm. that was already like the tone of our relationship. And, but the reason that I had cut him off and to begin with is because he has a temper problem mm-hmm. like he's just a really you you know people that mm-hmm. just get really like hot really fast like mm-hmm. and then you don't know what triggers them it'll be like something you said it'll be your tone it'll be something they saw like you're kind of like walking on eggshells mm-hmm. you know there's some people that are like that it was just explosive and like that's him that's fine I obviously no judgment but I'm like I can't be around that right because it gives me anxiety like right. I feel like I'm in a constant state of like fight or flight like mm-hmm. it messes with my nervous system literally I would be nervous like and, and you nervous. Ain't, and you ain't did shit and you and I'm a whole adult <laughs> you know like how am I nervous around another adult right. like that's a weird feeling it's almost like he like activated like daddy issues <laughs> where mm-hmm. I was like I'm scared right. of this dude um like you know doing everything right and it, didn't like what my personality, like what I allowed it to become being under that type of energy. So that's why I was like, it just doesn't work for me. But then he made a point where he was like, yeah, but you're talking about someone that like you don't even know anymore. Like that was years ago. I'm like, point, point made. So let's see, dude, not even 24 hours of us 
quote unquote, uh, restoring our he friendship. Said, there he is. <laughs> there he is right there. He literally messages me and starts questioning me about someone that I'm friends with <sighs> and whether it's more than that. And I was like, all I said was, You're, are you serious right now? I was like, it hasn't even been 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> like, he didn't even try to pretend, not even give it a mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Ain't that something? That's a blessing. That's that's what, I was going to say, that's when you say thank you and keep it moving. And I, no, I totally was. <laughs> the beauty of it is, I think he, it was a mirror for him to in that moment because it was like he saw his crazy so clear. It was like, damn, not even 24 hours. Because I was calm. I was like, bro, this is, this is the answer to your question. And we have not spoken since, and I highly doubt we will. But it just got me thinking about second chances. Like, where is it in your life that you're willing to open that up? Because I also have been the person that has cut people off just because I'm like, I cannot deal with this. But then for some reason, there are certain people that I will give them 10 and 15, 20 chances. And I wonder why that is. Like, what is it that makes certain people have that effect on you where you're just kind of like an endless love bug for them. Because you recognize something in them, something about their character or something about just them and their, their makeup that, that makes you, makes you trust them enough to give them that chance. Makes you want a happy ending. Well, not that kind of, but (laughs) you know, a happy turnout, I guess. Well, not even that kind (laughs) but you know, a happy outcome. Damn. You understand what I'm saying with that person. You know what I mean? I saw my ex um, at a VMA party mm, this week. The one I'm thinking? My most, re- yeah. Oh, and. We ran into wow. each other. I haven't seen or talked to him in two years. Oh, my God. Yep, oh, my God. Like my heart just dropped like it's me. a dead person walking. But it was also really good to see. We was good to see each other. You talked? Yeah. Yeah. Dustin we talked. Rock? We hugged. We, we kicked it outside. Talked <gasps> for a long time. Went for a walk. And then Dustin. we went our separate ways. And it was great. And that's that was that was random and it was supposed to happen. And now you keep moving like you've been doing. So it's not really about second chances, but it it, it is relevant to this conversation because it's good to just meet people and kind of clear out all of the gray area in between you that time can create sometimes. Right. Mm. Especially when you separated um, and stopped communicating after some sort of traumatic event or occurrence. Same, you know, yeah. So it's not so much about a second chance, but it is okay to move forward with people and to let things rest and just keep it moving. So I believe in that shit, you know, unless you've committed something like so egregious that like, I hate you for the rest of my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's Yeah. That. And even those things, because I, too, have an ex I bumped into. <laughs> what the fuck oh. is going on, friend? Something in the Don't air. Don't summon nothing for me. Let, let me go retro, look- bitch. <laughs> <laughs> let me go look at astrology Twitter and get back to y'all. Well, I'm about to get the fuck. <laughs> ASAP. With HelloFresh, which is America's number one meal kit, You'll get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, HelloFresh gives you everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 damn minutes. So you can finally say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food. HelloFresh offers something for everyone, from the family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian, 
and fun menu series <laughs> like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. And it's flexible. Easily change your delivery days, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need. Or you can add extra meals to your weekly order, as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. Now, I ain't got time for nothing. I don't even have time to not have no time. <laughs> so when I do have time to cook, it's only with the assistance of HelloFresh's pre-measured ingredients and a quick, easy setup. This shit works for me, okay? In other words, I think it'll work for you. So for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash friendzone80 and enter code friendzone80. That's like receiving eight meals free when you go to HelloFresh.com slash friendzone80 and enter code friendzone80. HelloFresh. <laughs> no, but the accent I'm thinking of is someone who... We did not end on good terms just because um, it wasn't bad terms. Like we ended, you know, we had a conversation about it. It wasn't like there was like yelling and breaking Mm -hmm. shit, but it just was over shit that could have been prevented. Mm. Let's put it that way. And he's someone that I adore like as a person. So that I think what made it worse was that was like, I used to have so much fun with you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, damn, that's like my friend, friend. And we've reconnected and we literally talk all the time. We've been hanging. And it's funny because everyone around me is like, be careful. Like, don't get reeled back in. And I don't feel any worry about it because I'm not even thinking in those terms of like, what's this mean? Or is this a moment? Are we like reconnecting? It really is just someone who was so much fun, fucked up in a lot of ways. So many years have passed. I've literally forgotten about all of that. Like, I don't, it's not even activated in my body. You know, like when I see him, Mm. I'm not like, you did this to me. It's just Mm -hmm. very like, you jerk. (laughs) Like, we can laugh about it at this point. And we've talked about it, cleared the air, and moved on from that being how we know each other. You know what I mean? And I think that that's what's cool about time having passed, not that the time healed it. Right, exactly. Because that, I don't even think that's really a thing. I think, uh, I healed it in me, like what that means for me and how I perceived it and what it was, what I thought initially it was saying about me as a person, you know, like that's the part that I healed. Mm -hmm. And he obviously healed why he did what he did, whatever. So now we're coming into it in completely different headspace. It's been three years, which is a long time to not talk to someone and see them. And we literally have been having so much fun. And it's so funny to me because I'm like, I would never would have thought this three years ago. (laughs) like to think of like you're like crying over this person so hurt and then now you guys are like you know at street fairs and at the movies hanging out do you feel romantic like when you're around him or does it literally feel like you're with a friend it feels like I'm with a friend Mm -hmm. and in a weird way everything we've been through is like you have this closeness. Yeah, it's a bond. It bonds you. It's a bond because it's like we've seen the ugliest parts of each other. You look good all over. (laughs) (laughs) But it's something to have seen the ugliest parts of someone because it's almost like there's nothing that can be hidden. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is rare when you meet people Mm because most people will show you their representative for as long as they can. You know, it's very rare. Even with your friends, you don't usually know all their darkest parts. It's usually Mm -hmm. in romantic settings that that comes out. So I almost, I feel like we feel super close to each other because it's almost like, dude, I know how terrible you can be. (laughs) I know how amazing you can be. And I literally just know you as 
as a, a full human being in this human condition. And so it's a really cool dynamic to know that about someone and not take it personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not like uh, internalize it in any way. And so, and I think because our hearts are not involved, that's what makes it easy to do. Mm. But everyone around me is freaking out. Like people are like, no, I don't want you to like be friends with him. Like, you know, they think that this is an agenda. What's so funny is that when you say that, I'm pretty sure I can guess the people that you're talking about that have those feelings. And so when you say what they said, I'm hearing (laughs) their voice and it's making me laugh so hard. (laughs) I'm sorry, that has no relevance to our audience's conversation. This is making me laugh right now. But, but, you know, with him, he even discussed, like, is this something in the future Mm -hmm. that you might reconsider? And I told him, I don't I don't see that for myself just because I think as friends, because my heart isn't involved, I can do this part. But if you go back to your heart being involved and like reactivating romance, I'm like, that's where I don't know if I would be able to trust you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know how that would work for me. Um, So it's something that I'm not considering at all. But it put into question, like, it's interesting where you have, where you hold space for second chances and where you don't. Because I'm totally cool with being his friend. I think I'm having like a blast. And honestly, I'd be friends with all my exes because I sort of feel like you know so much about each other. Why not? Because you, you know that you know so much about each other. That's why not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously some of them you cannot be friends with, like the one I mentioned. Straight up that went ham on me. to the bullshit. <laughs> We can't be friends. But I love that you bumped into <laughs> yours and you guys were able to talk, like, and left it at that. I'm like, I There's haven't no seen you or talked to you in two years. That's you seen me. You just didn't speak. So what? I ain't seen you or talked to you in two years. <laughs> I, but I really... I, I How did it we, feel, though? Like, in your body, did you feel a way or... No, I felt good to see my homie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I... um. I didn't care. I don't give a fuck about anything else. It just felt good to see you, see you doing good. You know what I mean? And that was it. And laugh for a second like we used to and shit. And that was it. And that's it. And that's that's it. Oh, yeah. There's you know, I'm no, a man like, on my word. Texting like, nah, it was nice nah, to nah, see nah, you. Nah, nah. Nope. None of that. Once I left, I left. And that was it. But it was great to see each other. Right. That was it. <laughs> See, you know, I'm looking for the moment. I'm like, but but what if he? Uh, ain't no, ain't none of that. It was good to see my friend. Cinderella. You know what I'm saying? And laugh for a second and shit. That was it. Like that's that's what it was. Just good. It was satisfactory in the moment, and I I feel great about that. And now today is another day. That's real. Yeah. So what if? Like I just feel like there has to be a space for second chances because like what if you you know you date people and you find out that. You know, what if after dating a series of people, you realize that one or two of them weren't so damn bad or maybe you were just being too damn picky. So in that sense, you would kind of want a second chance, you know, depending on how it may or may not have ended, if it ended, you know, to kind of get back in the right track. But, you know, like you were saying, you get to know the ugliest parts of a person and you could build like a friendship with them. So like if someone does some fucked up shit to you, you at that point can decide like, is this the type of fucked up shit that I'm willing to deal with? And, you know, hopefully you say, hopefully you can say hell to the no. (laughs) And this person will work through whatever they work through on their own, or you can see some sort of progress and potentially give them a second chance. If not, then, you know, later, but I just feel like there has to be some sort of room for second chances because 
everybody does make mistakes. And that's something that I've been learning in a real, like real way. Cause I've always used to just be like, Oh, I, I know everybody makes mistakes. So that, let me hold room for disappointment. But then I realized how toxic that could be in giving people tons of chances as well. So I, I too had a season of just cutting people off for no ass reason. I was like, Oh, you got to go. Like, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck's happening, but we about to stop this shit before it's like an energy block or like anything crazy. And then realizing later, like, People all have their shit to deal with. And sometimes they're just looking for somebody that's going to deal with that. And most of the time, I ain't trying to find somebody to just deal with shit with. So Right. And yeah, and I like I the point that you met, you you bring up. Like, it obviously depends on what was done, too. Right. I don't think there has to be a space for second chances. No. Mm-mm. I think that, like, for me personally, yeah. right? Like, I give second chances to people who I have history, time, like, lengthy established relationships with, things like that. I don't think there has to be room for second chances. No. No. Just speaking for myself. That's fair. Like, no. I don't believe, like, I, I, I have, I give second chances to people that I have long, lengthy, you know, time-tested relationships with, important relationships with, new acquaintances, people I just met, shit like that. To me, that's not so much an issue of, of a second chance as it is something happened and now I'm not interested in being close with you anymore. So I don't want you around me because what you just did shows, you know, a certain type of side or behavior to you. I can cut you off and keep it moving. Right. There's, I can cut ties. So there is no second chance. This just didn't work out and I can keep it moving. True. That's how I run my shit. And I'm very cut and dry when it comes. Y'all know me. I was you know what I'm saying? Say. That's yeah. why you thought you I wasn't going to say. I know. That's, that's why you I was thought. Surprised. Because you know how I run my shit. Right. But with people I love, come on, friend. Yeah. No, you know what I, I know. mean? I know yeah. your heart. So it's just a little different. Yeah. But, it's, but otherwise, nah. Like, there's no room for second chances. Fuck you, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you going to say something? Uh, no, you know how I always got to be on both sides of the fence. So it's like, I always say, you know, life is short. So that's why I believe in second chances. But it's like at the other side of that, life is short. There are too many goddamn people out here for me to be dealing with your ass over and over again in this bullshit. So I, I can see both sides of that. And I'm, yeah, and I agree that it's not a blanket thing for me where I'm like, everybody gets a second chance. Right. It's like, it really is intuitive. It's like, if mm-hmm. I feel that that's what this is, then yeah. let's roll with it. You know, I'm more of a go with the flow, but I do still listen to myself very clearly. Very clearly. Yeah, like, I'm like, are you sure? Like, is this really how you're Beautiful. feeling right now? <laughs> but um, Dustin mentioned when it's you that needs a second chance, have you ever been put in that position where you were hoping? Someone... I'm in the doghouse right now in one situation. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And yeah. the person's not letting up or? There's the, no, not kind of, but not really. Like they're, so, they're starting to, they responding now. I'll put it to you like hey. that. <laughs> they responded. So Almost that's a good sign. Fun. Yeah. But it wasn't, it was totally circumstantial. It really wasn't like I did something that was bad. I just disappointed them Aww. around a very important event. And it was totally circumstantial. Like I dropped a ball. Right. And I, you know, and they was hurt. They took it really personally. And I get that. And the only reason I'm still trying to get, you know, back in good graces is because I do care. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep fighting. <laughs> Keep I love that. <laughs> what about you, friend? Yeah, man. I told y'all, you, you know, I was a different person. Uh, didn't I tell you that I was a savage? <laughs> I okay. hate that that's the lyric that pops into my head every time. Um, no, but... <laughs> you know that was the part. 
a lot of the people I've, you know, it's it's squash, like it's nothing heavy. But there was one person that I I definitely ended things, I would say, immaturely on my part, just because I didn't uh, have the language to tell them how I was feeling. So I just kind of disappeared on them. But I told you guys that um, I was listening to an album that was released mm-hmm. <laughs> recently. Mm-hmm. Shout out to New Music Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to the album. The album is incredible. I have like, I couldn't listen to anything else. And this one particular song, I just like had it. You know, when you hit that song that hits yes. you, and you're like, oof. Like, oh, this is the part. I mean, it just one. hit me, like the production, the writing, all this stuff. And I'm like, what is about this song? So it it kind of had a hold on me, had it on repeat for like all the Saturday, all the Sunday. And then I finally was like, I need to know who made this song because I haven't felt like this about a record in a long time. I felt very emotionally charged, like something about it my body was kind You're of buzzing. To it. it was just like a buzzy feeling, really hard to explain. It almost, I mean, obviously in hindsight, it's why it's the person, but I looked it up and it turns out to be someone from my past and that person in particular. And I was like, oh man, I wanted to say something to them and they know me well. So they know I'm not someone that I would just hit them up just because like they're doing well now and, and are on this right. album. Like they know that. Right. Um, but I was like, how do you hit someone up after, you know, having like not ended things in the best of terms. And it was a moment of me being like, ah, I should leave them alone, you know? But I also know them so well and understand what this means for them. And I was like, I have to say something. Like mm-hmm. I have to. And I I hit them up and I felt so funny because I felt like those dudes on IG that be like trying to get back with exes. Mm-hmm. That is so cool, friend. <laughs> I never like I was like, oh my God, am I really doing this? That's so dope. But I did it. And mm-hmm. I hit him and, and I didn't make it a thing. I wasn't like, yo, I wanna apologize. <laughs> you know, I was like, listen, you know, I told him the story. I'm like, I was listening to the song. I felt like really connected to it, looked it up, and of course it's you. Like it's you. It's forever you. I was like, you're just such a gift and, you know, keep being amazing, whatever, and a bunch of other things I said. I really didn't think he would hit back. I thought he was probably going to read it and be like, oh, fuck no. That's <laughs> don't get left on red. Right. Don't try to come at me now because I'm on so-and-so's project. But no, he hit me back. And it was like all love. It very similar to Dustin's situation. It wasn't a thing of like, yo, let's get up. What's up? It was like, I appreciate you for seeing me. And most importantly, he knows me. So he knows it wasn't easy for me to like go and hit him up. But I had to say that because I know what this means. And it was bigger than like my pride in that moment. It was like a human to human thing of like, I know what this means, how hard you've worked. And I just want you to know that you did a fucking incredible job Mm because this song is incredible. And you need to know that, that you're like seen. And I did it. And I felt... So cheesy, but I didn't care. You I would have sent movie. you a picture and been like, look what you just did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Not a nude. <laughs> You're such a movie. But have you ever put your pride aside? Well, Dustin said he's yeah. there now. Yeah. Because you're like, fuck it. I, I sent flowers crazy. and everything. They was not having it. And normally that works. <laughs> they was not having it. But I'm going to make it right. Cause I really do care. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And in that moment, I even said to myself, how are you going to take it? If he like legit doesn't respond, are you going to feel like a little crazy? And I said, no, I said what I had to say. And it wasn't in hopes of getting a reaction. It was in hopes of transferring 
that feeling of mm-hmm. like, I'm excited for you. And it's very genuine. No agenda, not trying to reconnect. And we, like I said, it was left at that. And I think that that's cool. Mm. You know, like in a way it's like it shifted how we view each other now. Mm-hmm. Like he knows that I still care and I see that he's not angry or anything, I hope. <laughs> 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 but it is funny being on this side. Yeah. Because I was kind of like, yikes. But you know what? Even though you have that anxiety, it's still better to be. I don't care how this, this sounds either. It's still better to be on that side than the hurty. You know what I'm you saying? So? Hell yeah. It's always, it's better to be. That's really bad. But it is better to be it's on really that bad, side for it's real. Really true. Damn. Like Future said, it's crazy, <laughs> but it's true. It is. <laughs> and then he quote Future, so it's really. I identify yeah. with Future. I don't care. <laughs> I always use his uh, his. Is it the gift or the meme uh, where he's so like, "It's so the evil world." It's the evil world in. we live in. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Show. I told oh you he God. had depth, friend. To his music, didn't I tell you, friend? <laughs> anyway, now, mm-hmm. now, do you find that you treat that? Sp- that boundary differently when it's romance versus friendship? Like, is there one that you look at it and you see, like, you give a little more leeway than the other? Absolutely. I give more leeway to the friendship mm. than I do to romance. Yeah. So they'll, they're the ones that'll get more chances or that you'd be more open to it than mm-hmm. like, mm. But also, I've only been in two actual relationships in my life. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I've just had a lot of great love. So there hasn't been a lot of opportunity where, you know, I'm living with somebody and, you know, they mess up or whatever the fuck. I, I ain't really been in that space. I'm too smart for that. <laughs> so this is more a situation that I'd be prone to experience with my friends. Mm. I love my friends. Y'all know, you know. Yeah, I know. So I that is why the, there's more of a chance there for me to get my feelings hurt. Mm. I feel that. What about you? Definitely friends. Yeah. I don't see, I was about to say something very terrible. <laughs> what? Uh, um, I just don't care about other people that I'm not connected with like that. Like, you, like, you know how I am with y'all. Like, with my my people, it's very hard for me to stay connected to y'all. So, like, for me to stay connected to other people for, like, flings and shit is like, mm. I can only imagine. Because you are a terrible texter. <laughs> <laughs> And that's because we his true. friends. I guarantee you, if we were somebody the nigga was fucking, we'd be getting a response oh, back. Oh, you know what? Uh, three dots. <laughs> hey, okay. Uh, so that's our experience gifts, on this side. Memes. Right. <laughs> Only if, it, if there's a time being met. But that's where people always fuck up with me too. Like, I'm real about like, if we meeting up, let's set our time to meet up. Like, because I like to plan shit and do shit. And then people sometimes don't meet that. And then it's over. <laughs> It's over, Dan. Please don't. Don't I'm even. Not, I'm not. I'm not. It's, it's too hot for TV, please so don't. I'm not even going to do it. But as long as you know it's there, and I know it's there, and you know it's there, we can keep going. Please, please don't. <laughs> like, especially because it was the summertime. Like, I really liked planning <laughs> to go to parks and see museums and stuff like that. But then some people, you know, they'd be too tired from work to actually do stuff, and then they just play with your time. Because there's so many people in New York that you can meet. And I'm like, well, just go meet these other people. Right. Because I really... Your tolerance is Yeah, especially because I'm really only meeting people sometimes to pass the time. Like, it's not even... What does that mean? Meeting people to pass the time? Like, if it's in between, like, working with y'all or doing events or whatever. Like, sometimes if I want to, like, just... 
go kick it and be random with somebody that's weird and wants to like see anime museums and shit like that. Cute. Because sometimes you meet people that want to do that shit. They don't meet other people that are in like video game exhibits, shit like that. Then that's those are the cool people. But you know. <laughs> I asked because I was having a convo about that with a friend of mine, one that y'all know. <laughs> and she admitted that she gives more leeway to her relationships. And she feels like she's a lot harder on her friends. Like when her friends piss her off, it's like, I'm pissed, you know, and I like may cut you off with way more speed than I would uh, someone I'm in love with who I'll probably give like more chances to because there's a deeper emotional thread there. Sure, there's a deeper thread there. <laughs> Sex is powerful. I don't give a fuck. I mean, it it's is. a huge bond, you know, so obviously I, I completely understood where she was coming from. And I, was, I can't do that for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I get it. And obviously the intimacy is like a little bit different, yeah. but I was thinking about myself and I'm like, I don't know. I think it's even for me though. Cause I give the same leeway to my friends. Like, you know, we fuck up even as friends Yeah, with our, like you said, like if people have expectations of you being certain places for things that are important to them and then you see how our schedules are and it might come off like you're not a present friend, you know, when it's really, we're all trying to like figure out our careers and everyone's career is moving differently, you know? So it's like, it's a lot of moving parts that can make friends feel... Moving private parts. <laughs> They can make friends feel left behind or like, you know, um, it can uh yeah, but activate I don't like their that shit, though. rejection or abandon. I don't issues. like that friend. And you know, I don't because I feel like as my friend, you should not be feeling left behind. To me, that's You're where I start getting behind. upset because like my your career and your schedule or you not being available to go kicking and shit, that doesn't impact the way I feel you value our friendship, right? So I don't think it's fair for you to think that shit about me. And if you do, I feel like there was a pre-existing, you know, something. There that was, was something there up in you yeah. that was going to manifest itself anyway at some time. Because I just don't think that's fair. To me, when, you're, when we're friends, you all in. And I don't, I haven't given you a reason to doubt my, you know, loyalty or my investment in our relationship. I've given you no reason to. So just because I'm not around and you know why I'm not around, you still going to get upset. Now we got a motherfucking problem. You know what I'm saying? Now you I'm wearing the corduroy take house that shoes. personal. Huh? Not everyone, but some people do feel but you away. Shouldn't. <laughs> and see how simple it is? Right. You shouldn't. Because wow. I've given you no reason. Yeah. No reason to doubt any of that. Even if you have that feeling, work it out in your motherfucking insides and don't let it get to me. There's no reason why you should express that to me. I shouldn't even know. You should be able to have the feeling, think yourself through it and let it go because you know that our shit is solid. Right. You know, and I don't feel like that's asking too much. Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but that's real. And honestly, I get really emotional with my friends and family that are so understanding. Mm -hmm. Like, it really, like, it does something to my heart. Like, my baby cousin is getting married soon, so she had a bridal shower. And they weren't sure if I was going to be able to attend because they're kind of used to it. They're like, Fran doesn't usually come to things. Because like, she's, she's just, traveling. She and, just yeah. doesn't usually, she can't. And I appreciate that they don't take it personal. You know, they'll do their little jokes and jabs because yeah, yeah. that's what family does. 
But my cousin, so they had a bridal shower and my cousin sent me a picture of the table with all the gifts for the guests. And they still did a bag, like a little box with my name on it. And like when I tell you my eyes got so watery because I was like the fact that I couldn't be a part, but they still had like. They thought of you. yeah, Yeah. And I'm like. It made me feel guilty, but I also was thankful that, like, that's how they're approaching it as opposed to being like, oh, she never comes to nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm, st- like, still going to be at the wedding. And mm-hmm. I blacked that date out, like, last year, you know, just because I've been trying to prioritize the things that are important. You said you were going to spend more time. That was my yeah. thing this year, like, seeing my friends. I saw I've been in San Francisco with my godkids and my best friend and, like, Last week, I was with my family at the Brooklyn Bridge, mm-hmm. you know, like watching a movie night, like things like that. I'm trying to be more mindful and like find the right balance because I have not been good about that. I am very career oriented to my detriment almost where like I'll put that before everything, before relationship, <laughs> friendships, family. Smart woman. <laughs> okay. Just because I almost feel like I need to, solid, you know, like solidify my place in the world so that I can be of service to all of those people. That's how I've always viewed it. But now that I'm getting older, that's starting to change because it does suck to miss out on a lot of things. It does. And you also begin to recognize and value the importance of like relationships that are solid like that. The older you get, you recognize the value in um, someone who you can trust. You recognize the value in someone who has a record of keeping your secrets. Right. You know, you, rec- you recognize the value in that and that sort of support, especially the more you work in the entertainment industry, the more you work like in the public and you see people who have hidden agendas, people Man, who, listen. you know, wish you no, no, in no this w- goodwill. You know, it's just crazy. So that's how I feel. But I feel like Public Enemy told us that. I don't see... I don't think there's nothing wrong with being career oriented and putting that first. Public Enemy said 911 is a joke. That means it's emergencies and all oh that shit. God. That's a joke. You're supposed to be prepared for whatever. And the way you do that is by working. <laughs> so you keep that. And Lord. here's my final question mm-hmm. Do you really believe that people change? Yes, because I changed. That's like literally yep. my exact answer. Really? See? <laughs> When people always ask me, well, how do you know they changed? I'm like, because I did. Yep. I can't deny someone that space when I know I've seen how much I've that changed. That mean I have to believe you. Right. You mm. still have to like show. But yeah. for the most part, I don't come into situations. That's the thing. Do you come into it already kind of with the negativity bias? Shout out to last week. I, okay. <laughs> I try not to. At this point in my life, of course, naturally, I'm, I don't forget the way certain things have made me feel. But if I'm going to give you a second chance, I'm going to give you a fair chance. I'm not going to harbor, like you know, all that other shit. That ain't what? player shit. Mm. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a G with my, I'm a player. You know that. That ain't player shit. You know what I'm saying? You're going <laughs> to let it go, let it go. So let your word be said. So let it be said. I like that. Yeah. I just felt that. I'm going to take that on. Thank <laughs> I'm going to tell my ex that he is some player shit, okay? Here <laughs> <laughs> you go, tell her, now you know I keep it G. So, yeah. You got to lend me your shorts from Afropunk. I got you. I got you. Oh, I got you. <laughs> what about you? You think people change? Uh, absolutely. I just wonder to myself, like, because we change too, is it us that changes first or them that changes? Like, what is like the cause of like the issue or the solution. 
Like what shifts the perception? Yeah, yeah. Like when something, well, like when something gets fucked up, is it because I changed, or is it because you changed, or and then like years later, if I see you and I'm like, damn, this ain't so bad, <laughs> is it because I changed, or is it because you changed? You know, or looking both at the, together. Or both. Yeah. yeah. Am I supposed to change? Yeah. Are, Are you supposed to change? <laughs> I love y'all. Listen, that was true. Who should be hurt? Yeah, because um, this same friend, I love her because she's just so like cut and dry. She's just like, fuck that. <laughs> Once a, you know, dog, always a dog. I'm like, yeah, but I was a dog. Like I was a dog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, and, and there are a lot of people, which I've said before, like, I know we have a lot of new listeners that'll be like, friend, no, you weren't. I was absolutely, and that's not something I ever shy away from because I kind of want to be a testament to the fact that people do change and grow and see things differently. And yes, there's going to be people in your life that remember who you were and <laughs> will always hold you to that and bring it up and remind you, not let you forget. Um, but I know for a fact that I am in such a clear headspace. Do I still have those savage tendencies, you know, in me? Of course. I, got I don't it think it was a dog or being savage. <laughs> I don't. I think that you were dating with a focus on me at having an emotional safeguard. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Ain't being no dog. You gotta you gotta reshift the focus. That's true too. So Let's you've decided instead of focusing like on said. being emotionally safe when you date, now you're focusing on being open emotionally to connecting with person people. Yeah. Don't let nobody put you in no negative light. Don't let them put that Look over your Dustin, name. My PR, <laughs> my PR Don't let nobody put that shit over your name like that. Your, no, but your name me. good in these streets. <laughs> Fuck that. But I viewed it that way because I did uh do like grimy shit to people that I, I was mean, dating. If you did, <laughs> like OJ's book. Bring <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> OJ. We all did our dirt. Right. That motherfucker said, if I did it, OJ sent This is how I would have done it. Like, nigga, are you motherfucking, like, you're killing me. You seen him Go on ahead. Twitter driving his little golf cart? Oh, God, no. <laughs> He's Talking on Twitter, shit. bro. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> no, but I was saying, um, Because I've, like Dustin said, the bottom line that has changed for me is like, do you want to connect with people or do you want to continue these barriers you've created to not connect with people? Like, which one? Which one is it? And which one do you think is going to be useful to you as you get older? So that's what's (laughs) chip. And you know it. Go ahead. (laughs) You and you know it. Go ahead. Free your mind. And the you know it. Follow. You know it. We are friend. the okay. number one mental health podcast <laughs> in the, the world. the casket drop. You already know it. Gangster <laughs> shit, so player shit only. Well. Go ahead. <laughs> but that's why I think um, when I consider second chances and I'm like, I do have faith that some people really can come back around and mm. come at you. Even if, because that's a crazy thing to think about. Like if they fucked up super bad, why would you give that person another opportunity? There's a part of my brain that's like, why would you do that? Like Asante said, there's so many people in the world to experience. So many new narratives to step into and timelines to jump into. It's like, why would you go Draws back? Draws to drop. Draws to drop. Why would you go back to someone who had an opportunity and that's what they did with your time? And you know what they privates look like. <laughs> that's part of the appeal anyway, getting to see what somebody look like naked. So why would you go <laughs> back to the same old shit? Where's the, the the thrill? Like in the words of BB King, the thrill is it's gone. gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it ain't never, over. <laughs> and it ain't never coming back. That's the name of this episode. The, the thrill, thrill is, is gone. gone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. 
But have you ever given? Do you give people chances? Like someone who messed up, though. Like messed up, messed up. Would you go back if they said I changed and I want a chance to show you differently? I'm talking about messed up, messed up. No. Not just like a little. Talking about like your nightmare. Nah. That's that's where you draw the line. No, nah, because you got to, at a certain point, you have to. Me, I feel like at a certain point in your life, you have to be accountable and hold other people accountable. You have to be a grown-up at a certain point in life. So if shit don't make sense, and plus, like I said, where's, I'm telling you, it all goes back to gangster shit. Where's your backbone? <laughs> you know what I'm code. saying? If you told a person <laughs> that you don't want to deal with them no more because the way that they were moving don't work for you, Keep that shit. No matter if you run back into them or not, you know what I'm saying? It's good to embrace them and, and take them in and let them know you love them and you care about them and you're happy to see them and you keep it moving. Because if I told you I don't want you, we're not going to be close in life anymore. That's what I meant. And you two people, both, y'all know how I am about my word when it comes to shit like that. You don't play. Nah, and you ain't never going to, you're going to respect me and you're going to respect what I have to say, even if it's at the detriment of our engagement. Mm. At the end of the day, you're going to respect my word over anything. You know what I'm saying? And some people, that's what they are built on fundamentally. And other people have made other choices. But that's how I get down. I actually love that you brought that because I think that's an incredible point. Does does your word trump the person really actually haven't changed? Like, if they really changed. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. You should have, you should have. <laughs> good for you. I'm glad you're not a piece of shit anymore. Like, that's good. That is so funny. Good. I'm glad that. you changed because I loved you and I want you to be at your best because I love you, whether we together or not. So I'm glad you're a better person, but yeah. fuck you. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> not fuck them, but you know what I mean? Like, you, you should just stick to your word, I think. And of course, I think you're going to feel a natural emotional pull. That doesn't mean that that person is special. That's just the nature of the type of relationship y'all had. You're going to feel a pull at your heartstrings when you see them. But that's not your gut telling you to enter back into, you know, uh, everyday communication with them and shit. That just means they were special to you and you feel that when you see them. Right. At least that's how I look at the shit. But again, I'm a player. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Doing what the players do. Shout out to Too Short. So, <laughs> I agree with everything he just said. Yeah. Yes. I mean, when it's time to end and be oh, done. Oh, you think I'm a player? Well, yeah, that too. Thank you. Um, <laughs> when it's time to be done, be done. Um, I know I believe in second chances and for time, but I feel like that's something that would happen naturally. Like if you meet someone after some time and you still feel that little like, I just, that little, oh, that something for them. I feel like that's like a residual effect. My of dick what don't was. get higher either way. Right. Because you it's, look good. You know what I'm it's saying? It's a residual so. effect of like what was or, you know, what is if you're still looking good. But it doesn't necessarily mean we need to like be together. And right. I feel like sometimes we might get caught up in the moment of the past or pretending or building a future, but then remembering being like, oh, no, this ain't even what it is. So let me stay in what that is and, and move on away from what this was. Right. And obviously <laughs> being familiar with someone is going to confuse Oh, my God. You. Yeah. Yeah. The familiarity. That's what's going to really make you think that. Oh, uh, that smell. <laughs> <laughs> that's so real. <laughs> oh, gosh. You forget how a person smells. You be like... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my Come God. on, ASMR. <laughs> Jeez. Well, 
I was asking for a friend. <laughs> the button was hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are conversations that I've been... Th- this is the theme, I should say, that has been con- coming up for me mm. about, like, believing in people changing after they've done horrid things. Um, what does that mean for them coming back into your life if you do feel they have changed? Do you give people second chances? Do you move forward and give a new person a new chance? You know, yes. like, right, like all those things. Those are all the things that I'm exploring right now. So thank you guys for sharing. Can I just say one last thing? Of one course, random, random please. Thing. When I used to live in Atlanta, there was somebody that, like, I hated. Like, they terrorized <laughs> me. And oh, no. It, and it was, like, on some, like... Like, romantically? Mm, hell no. Oh. On some, like, really random, like, petty gay shit. <laughs> like, like, on, like, when I tell you just used to like start fights in the parking lot at my job, like at one point, not with me, but like with people. And so like, this was somebody that like, I hated in passing because we would see each other and they didn't like my friends. Do you know, like years later, like in New York, and I don't know if it's because they've seen like, I guess stuff going good for me. They like apologized to me out of nowhere. Oh, wow. And it was somebody that like, I remember being like, oh, I don't fuck with that nigga. Like that's somebody I will never speak to, talk to, think about any of that. And they gave me like the most like really sincerest apology. But then I was like, so grateful for that apology. But I still knew who that person was. <laughs> I wasn't about to like get involved. <laughs> and they probably changed and probably don't even act like that no more. But there was that part of me that's like, well, I know that that still exists. So right. You experienced. Even, and it that wasn't part even anybody I was like even fucking with or cool with like that. It was just somebody that used to fight my friends. And then I would hear about and see out starting shit with other people, getting handcuffed, fighting in the Waffle House, like crazy shit. Sounds fun. Like, <laughs> look, in another life, so we like might have got along with, yeah. <laughs> like, but they were just too like off the chain. And so when they apologized <laughs> to me for a second, I was kind of thinking, like, damn, that is so crazy. Cause I just thought that you was like the most craziest person ever. But I also like there was a small part of me that thought that they were just really tenacious. And like, you know, you said sounds fun. I was like, the fact that you always getting shit popping off like this is like crazy to me. It's <laughs> so fucking awesome. Like, just that. Just so what that. you do, what you say when they apologize? I kind of cried. We had a moment, took a <gasps> shot. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because it, it was good to see somebody that I felt like was off the rails. And even though I didn't care about them and I I hated them personally, because like they had like did some shit to one of my friends at one point, but everybody's still doing good. So to see somebody change so much, because when I saw him, I initially thought about all that stuff. But then he came up to me and talked to me like an adult out of nowhere and like introduced himself all over again. And was like, you know, you might not know me or you might remember me for, you know, very bad reasons. And like gave me like this really cool... <laughs> Like, I was like, because the way I was looking, the, if, had you seen the look on my face, of course he got right to it. Because uh-huh. I, I was looking so crazy. They were like, like what very bad reason. the people that I was there with, they were like, do you know him? Because the way you were looking when he walked up, I was like, y'all will never believe. And I couldn't even get into it because we was drinking and I just wanted to drink. But yeah, <laughs> insane. Insane bar night. Insane bar night. Insane in the membrane. So that's my question for the listeners. Second chances. Do you do them or no? (laughs) Do you believe people change? And if you originally set a boundary that said, I will never fuck with you again. But then years pass and they came back. Do you hold on to that boundary because you set it, like Dustin said, code? Or do you allow it to get a little bit of a little watery because the person genuinely has changed? Like, which one do you uphold? the freedom of staying in flow and intuitively connecting with who you're supposed to or your word because you said it. Mm. 
But I ain't pussy, so you already know. <laughs> Give a fuck. Because that's a tricky one. That's case that's what case. I'm navigating right now. Yeah, definitely case by case. Because yeah. I told you, I tried with that other one. I was like yeah, yeah. 24 hours. Nah, <laughs> done. But that's the question I have for done you guys. That. And this was a fun hot button. Let us know. Yes. Let us know. We all need somebody to talk to. <laughs> A person who can support us through tough patches or even the everyday ups and downs of life. And that's where Talkspace comes in. Talkspace is therapy for how we live today. Mobile, affordable, and available when you need it. Simply provide your preferences for therapy and Talkspace will match with one of their 5,000 therapists the very same day, you. Then you can send your therapist unlimited text, audio, picture, or video messages from anywhere at any time. And one month of therapy on the Talkspace platform costs about the same amount as a single face-to-face session. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. No matter what you're going through, you're not alone. Join more than one million people who feel happier with Talkspace. Talkspace is there when you need it. I personally have taken advantage of Talkspace. When I've been on the road, you know it gets lonely. It gets lonely. It does. Sometimes you need somebody to talk to that understands and is being paid to listen. And Talkspace is a great place to find <laughs> that. So use it. It really is. I'm joking, but it really is a valuable tool to have therapy on demand whenever you need it. Talkspace has more than 5,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges that we all face. To match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the cost of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com. And use the code ZONE to get $65 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Z-O-N-E and Talkspace.com. Now, you guys know how I feel about sneakers. <laughs> and you guys know how I feel about the GOAT app and sneakers. If you're buying sneakers online, there's more than a coin flip's chance that the shoe you're looking at is fake. But GOAT.com is the safest way to buy and sell authentic sneakers online. They're the largest marketplace in the world for authentic Yeezys, Jordans, and over 600,000 sneaker listings. I promise you, I've looked through all of them. (laughs) They've made the whole process frictionless by only accepting sellers with the best reputations and verifying all sneakers to ensure their authenticity. Every detail is inspected from the stitching to the color to the size and the weight. And GOAT certifies that every pair of sneakers on their site matches exact factory specifications. You won't find better prices for verified 100% authentic sneakers anywhere else. Find the perfect 100% authentic sneaker at GOAT.com slash friendzone, you guys. That's G-O-A-T dot com slash friendzone plus you'll also be supporting our show, which is a good thing. But you've got to go right now before the sneakers you want are gone because I have the app on my phone and I'm probably <laughs> going to take it from you. So go to GOAT. Once again, that's G-O-A-T dot com slash friend zone and happy shopping. Show me what you got to tag me because I like to look. And this was a fun hot button. Let us know. Yes. Let us know. Now let's bring in the wind chimes. <laughs> Did y'all see that big ass wind chime? They were tag. I don't know if y'all saw it on Twitter. (laughs) Somebody tagged me to this massive wind chime. (laughs) They're like, "This is what I think of when y'all say it." Where was the wind chime? I gotta send you a picture because I don't even know what it if it was a wind chime. (laughs) And how strong is the winds if they blowing (laughs) that? Right. It was the craziest. I gotta show y'all later. Where you live, eyes. But this one's gonna be short, um, because we are pressed for time today. 
Um, but I just wanted to answer really quickly from last week's episode where I was talking about the oral organic protein powder and the probiotics. Yes. Um, and people were asked. So a lot of you ordered it and already got it. That's how fast their shipping is, which is pretty Damn. awesome. I know you were able to give me feedback before we even jumped into this new episode. But what I the biggest question I got and I was answering it and then I realized like it'd be impossible to answer the same question for everyone. So I'll yeah. just say it on the show as a wellness segment was how do you mix your protein powder? And I actually wanted to ask you guys, because I know, Dustin, you drink protein for the for your workout. So yeah, people I'm back were asking. Yeah, my shit now. Yeah, so my personal recipe, which I had mentioned when we had the episode with Food Heaven Made Easy. Shout out to Wendy and Jess. I love them. Yeah, hey, remember, Food Heaven. Remember where we realized, or I should say I realized in that episode that what was missing was the fat content. Yeah, that I, I wasn't, And we I added... Yeah, we, we were, sure were. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah, we were. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe I should add, you know, like the spoonful of a peanut butter spoon or two hated it mm-hmm. tastes terrible <laughs> <laughs> bad idea i mm-hmm. tried it you know you try to push through because you you're like peanut butter in there no, I'm just, you no. just had to I'm down sorry. it real quick like <laughs> yeah because i was like grand it's, the, it like it's the benefits the it's the butter. health benefits you know this is a, a well-rounded smoothie we gotta drink it but i was like no nah, i have to figure out an alternative because that just wasn't it for me i just don't like peanut butter that much to me, be yeah. honest it's just oh, yeah, yeah it's not a taste unless it's in a reese's <laughs> Well, yeah. yeah that's, that's a different... Yeah. I'm going to tell you I something. I can even do PB&Js. I can't know more that thick, that bread thickness. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. I can do that. I mean, it's not Ooh. like my preferred thing, yeah, but either. it's you know how sometimes you just have that just, craving yep. or you're just hungry and that's all that's there yep. and you're like, Personally, whatever. I always just it. think I'm training for Big Brother in case <laughs> I ever go in the house and then we lose food for the week and we only eat people. Peanut and sometimes that's all you have. Yeah. You're just like, fuck it. Okay, I ain't going to the grocery store. <laughs> so I'll do that, but I do not like it in a smoothie. It is just like not in a, a blended jam. smoothie. Like yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, that ain't gonna work for the shaker cup. No, no, oh, no, no, no. In my, I had it in my. So I put what in my do vitamins. you do now? So I replaced it with coconut milk. Oh, okay. So I do a cup and a half. I know people like consistencies that are different. Some yeah. people like their smoothies watery, some like a little thicker. So that, that part's going to be up to you. I prefer mine like a little on the thick side. Mm-hmm. Like a shake. <laughs> like a shake, right. See, that's you that time. That's not even me. <laughs> okay. That's why. I, I braced myself. I'm nothing about like, Girth Brooks. <laughs> Girth Brooks. Did you brace yourself, girl? <laughs> so... <laughs> You go ahead and toggle between that cup and a half. It's up mm-hmm. to you, but it's the coconut milk was my base. A cup um, of blueberries. Blueberries. A whole banana. I like when it's frozen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the two scoops of... <laughs> two scoops. <laughs> the two scoops of protein powder. So the banana and then two scoops. <laughs> right. I hate you so much. <laughs> if y'all can see the visual, <laughs> and the and the banana's frozen. Yeah. So, so that means. It's <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my go-to smoothie that I okay. do. Um, I prefer it after my workout. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you would like. What's your schedule with your? Smoothies? So when I mix mine, I usually take. Um, I put the protein powder, very traditional protein powder, in the milk. I use milk. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes almond milk, but when I have difficulty finding almond titties, I just use regular milk. <laughs> um, so, uh, but I take the shaker and I duct tape it to my waist, and I put the powder <laughs> and shit in there, Dusty. and then I start hip rolling like Aaliyah <laughs> in the four page letter video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then it's done. No, I'm just playing. I, all jokes aside, I actually hate protein shakes and protein powder. So I try my best to incorporate more protein in my diet. Or I'll go to like juice press and get one of their smoothies and add like double or triple protein in it mm. just to get that intake after I work out. And sometimes I'll do that shit as a meal replacement, like during the day. Mm. I hate, first of all, I'm not, it comes in a big ass barrel that looks like the thing that they ship shit over I internationally know. with. I hate those <laughs> barrels. And so I'm not walking around with that. I hate going to buy it. It's inconvenient. Mm. Even when it's shipped, the box is fucked up. You know, I just, I don't, I'm not interested. And I hate the responsibility of making that protein shake. I know. It just Tell takes, it's too it. much. So I try to just, um, incorporate protein in my diet in other ways. That's real. I, yeah. I get that. I do it, but I ain't tripping. But I do, well, I guess that's not relevant to the conversation. No, go ahead. But I yeah. do drink like creatine and stuff and other supplements. Mm, to help you. Because that's just, you pour that in a water bottle, shake it up, and it's gone. No, doesn't that taste like shit, though? Yeah. But you, <laughs> but that but that body. <laughs> Creatine. So I just that's thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I know you, you people have welcome. their their different yeah. processes. And I wanted to share that recipe because a lot of people were like, Do I just put the powder with the water? And I was like, oof, that might be a little rough. <laughs> Cause yeah. it's vegan. It don't have oh, no yeah. like no, yeah. no flavor. No zhuzh to it, uh-huh. you know. Um, but for those who missed it, uh we did talk about our protein powder last week. In case you're looking for that supplement. The website is Aura, O-R-A dot organic. And there's a code that I mentioned for 15% off if you just put Hey Friend Hey when you're checking out. Oh, you got a code. I have my own code. Mm. Isn't that cute? So (laughs) definitely check that out. Um, Those of you who have used it, I'm so happy. Literally every single person that hit back was like, this shit is awesome. And the people that have been using it since the first time I mentioned are very happy with it. So I'm happy to have provided a plant-based option for protein powder because I know a lot of us, you know, you end up trying to use the whey protein, but I, I don't like whey protein. Like my body rejected I don't even it. like the way it's spelled. <laughs> Since when has whey been W-H-E-Y? What the fuck is that about? <laughs> I mean, my body took rejected it. Way to the other way. Yeah, I did not feel that was good. <laughs> I did not feel good using that. So I'm glad to have provided an alternative um, and the probiotics and everything else on that site. It really is a gem, that site. If you're looking to improve your skin, nails, hair, everything collagen production or boosting that's the site to find it so that's it for this week's wellness segment code hey friend hey code hey friend hey so asante what you got for us mr music man music man (laughs) for this segment i just want to take up a couple of moments of your time um i want to do the music segment where we talk about the artists that we've been listening to or that you've been listening to. And then I want to do the VMAs kind of, or talk about a couple of things from the VMAs to segue into TV land. Yeah. So we can do it together. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Oh, cute. Oh Mash up. All right. So let's go on ahead and get into our listens lately. First friend, I would like to start with you. Mm. I want you to tell me what you've been listening to lately. Cause you know, a lot of things done dropped. Yo, this was crazy. Yeah. I was tweeting on Friday, I think, where I was like, y'all, where do we even start? It was so much new yeah, music. So I much. can't even go through like the whole rundown. Oof. <laughs> I'm I still know. trying to I'm get like, through all the quality control. I gotta replay Young Thug. I'm trying to give good. Jeezy a few more spins. Oh, Jeezy. Yeah. You know what? I listened to the Young Thug and I really like I it. I like yes. it too. I can't even, I haven't sat with it, like, really, really, like, yep. sat with it. Yep. So I, maybe by next week I'll be able to pick a, a couple faves. What's up, um, mate? 
<laughs> so in <even> future. <laughs> but I have to shout out Missy. Yeah. Her icon- iconology EP, which is um five tracks. Yeah, yes. four tracks and then an acapella. Right. Um, it dropped on the 23rd. It's 14 minutes long. It's so crazy how these projects are so short. Okay, um, I need more, Miss. I need more, but the throw it back video, just Amazing. nostalgia, man. Like Yo. she really is it when it comes to these videos. And obviously I, I'll wait till you guys talk yep, about the yep, VMAs. Yep, 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 <laughs> yep. That was a big yep. deal. Yep. Um. So that, I like the throw it back record. I think it's super fun. And I will admit that the video made me like the record more. It was one of those things. Um. I like the Driftamina track. Driftamina? Yeah, it's like the slow track with us uh, featuring someone. I like someone. that too. I love it. So the baby jumped on... Lizzo's Truth Hurts record yes, with yes. the remix and he killed it yes, I yes. love when they the let the rapper line. come in yeah. like early because it just hits you yep. he killed it Um, I'm actually going to play it because I just think he really did his thing even though the lyrics are vulgar hi mom so here's <laughs> the record headphones in <laughs> I just took a DNA test turns out I'm 100% that bitch even when I'm crying crazy yeah I got boy problems as the human in me I just took a DNA test and it told me I'm the realest pretty chocolate nigga out here with some good dick. No cap. And I can have a bitch from Harvard with an eight-year degree. I probably still would rather pull up with a hood. Let's go. Uh. Now she want to trip on me. What? I was doing my thing. She was backing it up. She was putting them hips on me. You know when your friend with the red hair was the time you was putting them lips on me. And now I just keep getting lips from me. But I know what to do. I put dick on me. And your friends like to talk about the stuff that I do. Uh-huh. But your friends want to fuck on me too. Yeah. And the way that you treat me, I want to get even. I'm thinking like, what should I do? Hmm. But I know how you move out of spite. She bigger, I probably might lose in a fight. And I'm going to talk my shit, but I'm in love with a big fine ass. So I'm going to do what she like. She told me. Why men great till they got he did his thing on that that was dope because i would not have expected right the baby to be on a, a lizzo remix so that was dope hold on let me see because it was just he was so like true does her don't you? you know what the jadena album did y'all check it out yet i haven't listened to it what do you no. think of it 85 to africa i have not sat with it fully so i can't say but he does have a record uh hold on i hope i'm not saying this wrong it's like Babouche or mm. Babouche. I don't know, but it's featuring Gold Link. Okay. And it's dope. Hold on. Here, here's how it Pamil, goes. Pamil, Pamil. Yeah, I get it from the east. Flow ridiculous, so they find it so hard to beat. I be dancing on the beat like I got two left feet. And I shoot at anything, so don't you think it's sweet? Fucking different flavors, she be asking who the neighbors. Rappers always copy me, they owe me hundred favors. All my partners talking crazy like they wanna date ya. And my favorite bitch and candy really love the Raiders. I don't need nobody, I just need my wealth. And my baby mama, and my mental health. Keep it gangsta, twisting fingers, shit that get you dealt. And I got a couple notches. I don't need no belt. Dope, right? Hell yeah. So it is Babouche. And then obviously Gold Link's part, but I'll save that for y'all. That'll be the treasure when y'all press play. And then lastly, Raphael Sadiq. Did y'all get a chance to listen to his project? I haven't listened to it yet. It's called Jimmy Lee, which is based on his brother who passed. 
so good, literally from beginning to end. I'm down with it. Like they, I don't think there's a skippable track on that. Like it is just so good. Um, hard to pick a good like my fave, honestly, because there's probably like three or four that I'm like obsessed with. But my fave fave is this track called I'm Feeling Love. So I'll play that. the lights because i love my life oof lyrics so he's dope y'all know how i feel about him i've been trying to shoot my shot um (laughs) (laughs) and i mean honestly i could keep going because there's just so much so i'll just let y'all go ahead and pick your faves but those are my three faves right now all right dustin ross what you been listening to well, first of all, I want to give a quick historical shout out to the fact that 11 years ago, Solange's Hadley Street Dreams album came out. Yes. It's been 11 years of sacrifice, like Mary J. Bly said, <laughs> wow, since Solange's uh, Hadley Street Dreams album came out. That's so shout crazy. out to that album. Such a good album. And I was the one. That was my shit. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, also... Yeah, yes, I, I was, was the one. one. Keyword was one. <laughs> yes, yes, I was the one. When she, she was going slam him the fuck off. Oh that my god. Shit. Anyway, so shout out to that album, which is when people really started taking her seriously for sure as an artist, right? Everything shifted. Um, and also, y'all know me, Ghetto. So, um, Young Jeezy's new album came out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thug Motivation 104, The Legend of the Snowman. As you all know, I love this music. Um, I love Jeezy's music because it is really just nostalgic for me. It takes me back to being back in Michigan, you know, going to the clubs there and what that music felt like. Um, and so, there's a song on this album called Entrepreneur. Um, and <laughs> I personally love songs that have just like a build up or a crescendo. Um, and this is one of those songs in the vein of like Dreams and Nightmares intro or Get Up 10 or um, T Grizzly First Day Out, which, first of all, rest in peace to T Grizzly's aunt. Yeah. She was his manager. Man, the car got shot up. I can only imagine that was heartbreaking for me because you know what their bond had to have of been. Of course. Like. Has, mm-hmm. Have they given an update on him? No, but he was posting. So I, I'm okay. assuming that, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But rest in peace to his on. Anyway, so in better news, I love this song called Entrepreneur on Jeezy's album. It's the first track. Here we go a few seconds of it. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really hot. And I've just been listening to that amongst a whole lot of other shit. Real quick, I want to give another shout out to Pusha T. He just released a new single featuring my girl Cash Dial. Yes. Um, and it's so, so, Oh, is that so the Sociopath dope. record? Yes. Oh, Sociopath. Yeah. It's dope, right? Super dope. So shout out to them. And that's it. I ain't got shit else to say about no music. And let me add, I love Jeezy's uh, rollout on the Weather Channel. Did you oh, see that? Yes, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, the snowman. I yeah. love that <laughs> so much. Genius, right? I love when uh, record labels really sit with an artist and come up with dope shit. You know yes. what I mean? Because yeah. I'm like, come on. That was perfect. Yes, yes. And you, did you see it? No, I didn't see it. And he was predicting snow. <laughs> <laughs> I still probably got one of them old throwback snowman t-shirts at home in Atlanta. Oh somewhere. my god, I want one. Oh my god. Remember when they dog. were banning kids from wearing them? Like you could yeah. wear them to school. <laughs> oh well, yeah, they were. Um, Meanwhile, I, they doing coke. The three people that's banning the kids from wearing it. Go ahead. <laughs> Also, give a shout out to. There's a track on there called 06. Mm. Uh, that was the year that I graduated high school. That was also a very fine year. That was a year you graduated high school? Yep. I'm sick. Class of 2006. I was already in the workforce. Yep, mm-hmm. so remember that. Keep from that in college. your pipes. Smoke it if you want. <laughs> um, and play GZ's 06 featuring Rick Ross, by the way. Man. Love that um, song. But yeah, great project. I want to give a quick shout out to Kiana Lede. She's someone I always talk about on the show because I just like watching her grow. She makes really great tracks that I like. Uh, she's growing in pop music. She's done some R&B stuff, uh, some slow stuff, some cute, fast stuff. Anyway, she's back with this soul track. Um, it's called Title, mm-hmm. And it's just a cute little song, nice little ditty bop, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just giving the girls a taste of the voice that she's always blessing us with. So this is Kiana Lede. It's spelled K-I-A-N-A. L-E-D-E with the accent on top of that. Okay, here we go. Don't care what we call it. It's all here when you want it. Mm-hmm. Got no pressure on it. If I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, I need me time. But lately I've been feeling a little you time. I love it when you smoke and you get too high. When we beg and get naked on the face, huh? Tell me if it's cool to keep it on tight. This is more than a four that I feel right. Yeah. So follow me, follow me, follow me. No, you got all of me, all of me, all of me. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's Keanu Day. Uh, she's someone I always check in on. I always listen to her tracks. So I'm always just listening to what she's putting out. Um, check her out. She also has a video she just did recently, and Quavo's in it, if you care to check that out. She's so, so cute, too. Oh, my God. She's a beautiful, lovely young woman. She actually performed this past Pride at one of Joe Morris's events, uh, Hand in Spades. Um, that's the party that Mandy's always talking about, where it was a party with no spades. Oh. But it was a popping-ass <laughs> party that had performances, and Keanu Lede was one of the performances, setting it off. So, yes. Um, I also want to give a quick shout-out to August 08. He's somebody I've talked about before. Um, he dropped a project called Father before, um, which was the shit to me. But he's back with another project. It's called Happy Endings with an Asterisk. Um, there are six tracks on here. Uh, the first four tracks have features. A couple of those features are Duckworth, Gold Link. Um, I guess the last two I'll say is Smino and then Win, I believe. But I'm going to play you a sample of this song called Good Girls featuring Duckworth. And then we are going to move on. Good girls don't ride silverados. They ride bikes with the dino for a long 
So that's August 08. Um, it's got a really dope you sound voice. like Miguel 01. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. How many drinks? <laughs> she um, okay. So yeah, that's August 08. That's all I have for the Music Man segment. Now to parlay into the VMAs, which will segue us into the TV Land segment with Dustin Ross. Um, did you get the chance to watch the VMAs, friend? No, but I saw clips. Did you watch a, like a, a clips of all the performances? I just saw... Ooh, I was about to be shady. <laughs> like I saw the ones I wanted to see. Um, I saw Missy and Normani. And what about you, Dustin? <laughs> Did you see the whole show or you just saw clips as well? I saw the whole show. Okay. Well, I only saw performances, uh, clips of the performances as well. Um, do you want to give us a slight overview of the show? and then? Take- no, because this year the VMAs was really... It, I feel like the things that you guys watch will probably be the focus of what we would be talking about anyway. Mm-hmm. The other performances weren't really like anything we would have been necessarily interested in. Yeah. The thing I found most interesting about this year's VMA were the shots of the audience. Yeah. While performances were going on, <laughs> the way people were reacting, the way people weren't reacting. Yeah. People that, on their phones and shit. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was the highlight of this year's show. Mm. Of course, outside of Missy Elliott's um uh, tribute receiving the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Yeah. That was stellar. Her Amazing. performance was stellar. I love the special effects of like the UFO um, that they added for the audience yeah, to enjoy. Yeah, that was so dope. Yeah, yeah right? They didn't, they Somebody getting ex- abducted. Right. Yeah. They spared no I expense. thought it was cool and I thought Cardi did a great job introducing Missy. Her uh, her uh, speech was hilarious when she said, because everybody's still for Missy, even me. We all copy Missy. I don't care. <laughs> she said that. You know, I thought that was cool. Um, and so Missy, she just got a lot of love, and that was great. Outside of that, Normani delivered. Yeah, um, It's so funny how Motivation. people are positioning her as, like, the new girl, but I still love that. I think that she's got a very successful career ahead of her, and I like the way she's taking it all in stride. I think there's a... Um, a humble confidence, believe it or not, that is really attracting people to her as a performer because she's quiet. Mm. Normani's quiet and she's just about the performance element and I appreciate that. Yes. Yes. Make us love you for your art. art. Um, Also, Megan Thee Stallion, um, her and Nicki Minaj won a VMA for Summer Anthem. So it's not really for a video, it's more for the song, which I thought was kind of cool. But she won that and she was actually out on the red carpet. They showed her being excited about winning that award. So yeah, she was so um, well received this year. Everybody loves her. I do think they dropped the ball by not having her perform. Me too. She She was on the the pre-show. But I mean, on the main stage, like she deserved that. She's like the hot artist that's out right now. I don't, aside from Lil Nas X, I mean, who's really hotter than Megan Thee Stallion yeah. right now? Yeah, nobody but Countess Vaughn, but he, um, <laughs> um, I saw Lil Nas X's performance and I loved it. I, I didn't catch it. Actually. Oh my God. You know, everything. So was, he didn't do Old Town Road. Uh, no, he didn't. He did Panini and it was dope. It was in the That's audience. It's fascinating so, that they were like, fuck that song. <laughs> from what, what the, well, okay. So the funny thing was before he starts the performance, there's like a, a clip that goes up and it's like of them making fun of the fact that it's like the year uh, 2070 something. And it's like the 38,000 remix of Old Town Road. And it's like, who's featured on this? And it's like, Young Sandwich, Old Thug, uh, his mother, and like saying all these people featured on it, like making fun of the fact that it's That's number- cute. Yeah. Oh, I gotta watch so it. So I love that part. And then the actual performance aspect of the song Panini was actually really dope. And it was right in my alley too. It was light up effects on the stage. He's uh, he really dressed- good at making fun of himself. And he He's dressed up like a little so light up character, like an anime character almost. And I heard that the suit that he was wearing was supposed to like light up or something and it didn't. But Aww. it still looked like a really dope performance. And I was 
you know, I've always been rooting for him and I was always tired of seeing him lumped with Billy Ray. So to see him do this was great. And at the very, very end of the performance, he almost he trips back a little bit. But he like smiles to the camera and just kept backing up. And it was so cute to me. It's adorable. I just love seeing him win. I hope he's having fun. And who was ever part of his uh, creative team, they're doing a great job because the set looked amazing. Yeah. And you can yeah. tell he has a lot of input. Yeah. Which I think is cool. Yeah. I, they I need definitely, to keep listening to him. I will say I underestimated him as an artist. I yeah. thought he was just like a troll that was having fun. But now I'm like, he low key might really be good at this you know he's, he's using his troll as part of his business model because right. seeing that like him making fun of that remix shit as the opening was like oh shit, i think it's smart hell? yeah it was great it's smart and i love it when artists show that they're paying attention without yes. just responding to shit right show me by a reference in what you do creatively i think uh, that's great and to me it legitimizes him as an artist even more yeah shout out to lil nas x so cute who else did you guys like I can't think Lizzo. of what other. Oh, that's Absolutely. right. And that inflatable ass on stage. Absolutely. I did see that. that I love that yes. set. She looked great. All the, the beautiful women she brought out looked great. Her dancers killed it. Yes. They and were how uplifting up. her words. But, you know, I love that. And she yes. did a good job without making it cheesy, which mm-hmm. I appreciated. Lizzo yes. is dope. She is. She has a Woo, really dope child. iPhone campaign, too. Oh, yeah? That shot. You know how they do the shot on iPhone? Mm-hmm. There's some billboards of her in New York huge billboards where she's like in the makeup and dressing room at her behind the backstage rather for her tour Mm. and they're beautiful black and white photos close-up photos of her face they say shot on iphone on huge billboards in new york killing shit go on lizzo and i know she's in the new movie the hustlers movie with jaylo and shout out to kiki palmer um almost said kiki white and that is not what i'm talking about (laughs) shout out to kiki palmer she got officially added i guess this is tv related she got officially added as the third host to um, the third hour of Good Morning America. Mm, so instead of it being called wow. Strahan and Sarah, now it's Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki. Wow, that's Damn, huge. That's when Sarah was out on maternity leave, Kiki filled in for the yeah. summer. Um, and she was, was so making me watch. Yeah, she resonated so well with watching. the fans that Good Morning America was like, well, what's up, bitch? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they gave her a deal. Ain't that fascinating? I never would have like seen her in that early morning space. There was one morning where uh, Lance from NSYNC was on there and they were doing the the bye-bye-bye dance together. (laughs) And she's like, I'm up here with Lance. You know, this is legendary. And it's funny as fuck. She's good. Got the moves. I saw her twerking. It was a clip of her twerking with the other host. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what is happening? She's a great host. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations to Kiki Kiki Palmer. She's been in the game so long. So that's awesome for her. And she looked great at the V. Amazing. She did. Her glam team. Did you see I the yellow that. dress? I missed that. She look looked right. fantastic. I honestly think it's the best I've ever seen. Her, Shout so. out to my friend Dino um, from LA. He styled Black China for the Grammys or Grammys, Lord Jesus. <laughs> For the VMAs. Oh, I didn't see. She had like a little pink feather dress and some really dope little um, high heels or whatever. Yes. But she looked good. Shout out to Dino. He's a he's doing a great job as a stylist. And shout out to my other friend, so pretty, right? um, EJ King, who's styling Megan The Stallion now. And mm. he had her looking good at the she fucking VMAs. Sickening. Yeah. She looks so fucking great. Her green uh, little military little half crop jacket. MCM on. It looked great. DJ's dope. He used to be Chris Brown's stylist for years. Mm. And now he's um he does Megan. He does a bunch of people, but Megan is like his new client. So right. shout out to EJ. Love shout you, dog. Out. Shout out yeah. to Megan. Who else? What else? 
I said the VMAs was yeah, good. There was some other performances. Uh, her performed, but I missed it. Um, oh yeah, I didn't catch that. Yeah, there was either. a few other performances I missed. Speaking of performances, I think we're about done with the VMAs, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is music related, yeah, uh, performance based, whatever. But at Afropunk this weekend, y'all, please let me we tell you. There. Let me tell you. Shout out to Chica. Did her thing. Shout out to Rico Nasty. When I <laughs> yeah. tell you that set. I already liked Rico Nasty's music, but now after seeing that performance, complete fan. Yeah. She was so happy and excited Aww. performing on stage. The crowd was going, she had that bitch lit. Shout out to Masego. Had it. Yes. He was there. Lit. Yes. Oh, had now it I'm straight like up super lit. annoyed. Tierra Whack. Oh my it. God. I saw a clip from her. So lit. She brought out Alicia Keys. I thought Alicia Keys was Lala. She had like this like cat suit, this ponytail thing. I was With like, the is that Lala? It was, she looked cute, but it was Alicia Keys. Um shout out to FKA MF and Twigs. Okay. <laughs> she needs to put two more letters in her name. Because when I tell you her performance was, it was literally performance art from start to finish. Did she bring out the pole? Yes. And oh, she did a whole yes. set. That that whole thing was great. And Santa Gold, y'all. Santa Gold <gasps> wow, said legendary. When I t- oh, shout out to Earth Gang. Earth Gang yes. killed Earth it. Gang. Killed it. Oh, I'm mad. This was a really good album. It was point. good, but Santa Gold, I'm telling you, that was one of the best. And usually the, all the performances are great at Afropunk. You know you're having a good time, but yeah. it's usually something about the nighttime performances that's special. In some kind of way, somehow Santa Go captured that the essence of that that feeling during the middle of the day mm. in her performance, and we were out there feeling it. That's so, so interesting that they would book her because I feel like she's been out the loop. I like, said the same thing, right? Like where but you she, been? But she, baby, she, apparently she been in the rehearsal studio because that show was tight. Tight. And also while we're talking, if anybody knows Jill Scott, tell her this is from me. It's time to get that set list together. You are (laughs) too fucking talented to leave us with that takeaway from your performance. What happened? I'm a fan, so I can say it. She performed the most obscure set list I have ever heard in my life to the point where you were, you, you were just waiting constantly for something familiar. You were waiting constantly for some sort of Something you knew or something you would enjoy. It was almost as if she was showcasing the band and her background singers as opposed to her. It was very, um, her set, her stage set was beautiful. Um, but I just feel like she was worried about all of the wrong things. And she changed the arrangements on so many of these songs that they sounded completely different. We were waiting for the classics from the first album and we didn't get one until maybe five songs in. And it wasn't that she was doing new shit and we wanted to hear old shit. It was just really obscure. And mm-hmm. like I said, the arrangements were switched up slowly. Shirley was fast and unpredictable. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> it was like a complete different beat. Like Lauren Hill, remember Same that Same thing, year? yeah. And Lauren sped up so, the whole album. So um, I was really disappointed. And like I said, she's so talented, such a beauty. Her voice sounded amazing. I mean, it's just Amazing. God. She yeah. can't help it. Her breasts looked amazing. She, <laughs> she can't looked help great. It. I saw a picture. But, you know, um, so I, I just... <laughs> I don't understand why when you have such gifts, you neglect to show them off at their best by creating this really bizarre and jumbled up mess of a set list that leaves us disappointed. And motherfucker, you were the last, you were the headliner. That means we didn't been out here all damn day waiting for your ass. And you going to get up here and do this. I was so upset. Who Me was and the headliner day two? Huh? Day two. FKA Twigs. Oh, gotcha. And baby, she made up for all of the lost time. Damn. FKA Twigs was great. 
I'm tight. Yeah. That was a good And I love Jill Scott, but damn. You know, and shout out to Tatiana King from uh, my booski. We had so much. I was trolling her on (laughs) IG stories the whole time. (laughs) So yeah, that's it. Yeah, y'all ready for this? Is a story. We are so ready. This is the next story. This is the story. Episode two, you guys. This is a very fun, very different story from this is a story. So here we go with episode two, and uh, let's get it going. I gotta talk like a DJ before I read the story. (laughs) All right. Remember last week it cut off with the main character seeing someone that he knew from his past at the door of a party that they were going to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If y'all haven't figured out this whole story is going to take place at a night in the club. Anyway, <clears throat> his name was Rick and he was one of the special ones that could actually make me feel something. When it comes to relationships, and I use that term in the most literal sense, My normal practice was to remove every trace of any feeling other than happiness and never get attached in any way. It only takes one heartbreak for a person like me to learn the lesson of protecting my heart. And I paid attention to that lesson. But Rick, Rick was different. He was a lot like me. And I think that was a part of the reason that I had an innate, unavoidable sense of compassion for him. Literally, from the moment I met him, I was looking out for him. It was a summer night in the city about six years ago, and me and my boys were having a night for the books. Everybody started the night off looking great. The energy was right. No fights, no drama. Just a great night out with friends. After we left the party that night, of course, we mobbed the 24-hour diner down the street that most people who partied in the area frequented after their event ended. Typical American food, 3 to 4 a.m. shit, always a long line, but that never mattered. Everybody waited without complaint. The wait was actually the most fun part. It was a reason to stand around and talk shit with your friends, meet strangers, maybe see a good fist fight. It was lit. And stopping after the party wasn't an option. It was law. So anyway, the night that we waited for our food, I decided to go outside to check my text messages for all the shit that I'd missed and or ignored during that night. My friends were inside the diner doing what they do. And I'm the type that kind of likes to get away from the party for a second anyway. So I stepped outside to check my phone, get some air, and apparently meet the love of my life. As I was pulling my phone out of my pocket, him and his friends were pulling up in front of the diner. And as soon as he stepped out of the passenger side of that SUV, we made eye contact and it happened. That rare feeling where you meet a stranger, look him in the eye, and immediately know that you'll be connected forever. (laughs) He knew it and I knew it too. He was just drunk, so when he walked over to me, he swayed a little bit and his speech was slurred, but I knew what was up. We exchanged numbers on the low because I don't like a lot of attention when I bag my niggas. And right before he was about to go inside the diner, he leaned in and he said to me, I'm going to remember you, I promise. I laughed out loud and said, all right, and watched his drunk ass go inside that diner. But when he went in, he took my summer, my fall, and the next three years of my life with him. A year from that date, me and Rick woke up after spending the night together for the millionth consecutive time and realized that I guess we was in a relationship and we did our best to make it work for the next two years. But life happened and so did a whole lot of other shit. And here we are six years later in front of a club and with so much in between us. It was his party and we're in public and it wasn't my style to let nobody especially Rick, see me and my emotions and shit anyway. So I gave him a dap and a hug, and me and my best friend Corey walked right past that line and right into the club. 
And just as I was shaking off all the good memories from six years with Rick so that I could make it through this night without emo trauma, he stepped on my foot. And when I say he, I don't mean Rick. I looked up and I saw his eyes, saw that smile, saw that jewelry, and I got that feeling all over again. All I could say was, I'm Anthony. And all he said was, I know. And I've been waiting one for you to know my name for a while. And just like that, the night was started. <laughs> wow. First of all, that one line like hit that. me. Oh, yeah. It took my fall. My, like, oh, my God. Second chances. <laughs> As always, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys so much. And we'll catch you next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.